Blog Talk Radio. I do. I do. Maybe I'll do it. Boom! Nobody's doing anything. <laughs> That's the Salem wedding. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take2Radio. I'm Pam, your host, and that was Silly Anthony doing that into the intro because it always reminds him of a Western hoedown or something. I don't know. (laughs) I try to come up with something original every other week. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was almost excited to say that the gang's all here because I thought we were all she going is. to make it to one show. But unfortunately, last minute, Willie nope. had to cancel. Oh. But, but most, uh, you know, everybody else is here. So we have David, we have yes. Anthony, we have Candace, and we have Carolyn. And and, and, and I yeah. think that this interview is really up the Queen's Alley. I, I think she might even be breaking yeah, a really sweat really over there in Tampa. Uh, <laughs> really, can, can you hear her screaming? Can you hear her screaming, you guys? I hear it. Hey. Hear it. That was hot? Okay. Carolyn's not the only one, so let's get to it um, because we don't want to keep our guests waiting. So tonight. We have a very special guest. He's an actor and a producer. Some of you may recognize him from General Hospital as Johnny Zakara or as Jake Demira from Days of Our Lives. He's also been on various TV shows such as Major Crimes as Detective Robbie, uh, Good Trouble as Nathan, and some of you have, may have been even lucky enough to see him perform with the Port Chuck band and boy do I wish I was one of them (laughs) of course you were so let's go ahead and welcome Brandon Barash hello Brandon hey guys welcome 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 thank you thank you thanks for having me you're welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to join us tonight. As you can tell, we're all super excited to have you. Yeah, I sense no enthusiasm. I wish it was. No. Uh... <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> oh, well, then we didn't, we didn't do our jobs, and we're all fired. Guys, you're fired after this, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll Stop. be conducting the interview. I, I am the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> you go right ahead. So I guess that yeah. means you're interviewing us. <laughs> yes. I know everything about you. Oh, and my soon God. so will the world. <laughs> now I'm afraid. <laughs> now I am afraid, too. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the Johnny Zakara coming out in you. <laughs> I'm, a open, 
I'm an open book. So we Why don't we ahead. just interview Harper instead? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be good, yeah. Well, all of us here obviously know you from both General Hospital and Days of Our Lives um, and Pork Chuck. So we have questions. Are you ready to get raked over? Hopefully I have answers. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. We're pretty easygoing. Um, We had uh, Will. I don't know if you heard me mention he was supposed to be with us tonight. He's one of the co-hosts as well. And so after I ask my questions, okay, I'll ask his questions then. All right. Here we we go because we don't want to keep you forever. Let's see. We all have two questions. I may have a third that kind of goes together. When did you decide to get into the entertainment industry and why? Well, it kind of found me. I was in high school and I was, you know, I was hell bent on being a five foot 11 Jewish professional basketball player and my body had other plans. And I injured my knees uh, sophomore year of high school. And it was one of those things, you know, I was just depressed after I had to quit the basketball team. Doctor said, you have to have surgery or find something else to do. And I was like, well, guess I'll find something else to do. And uh, my girlfriend at the time got me an audition for the school musical. I was furious because I wanted nothing to do with acting or theater or anything. You know, I would see all the theater kids after school you know, hours and hours, like I, when I'm done with basketball practice, I see the theater kids still in the hallways running lines. And I thought, how is that enjoyable? That just looks like torture. And we don't have enough schoolwork to do. Then you got to go home and memorize, you know, however many pages of script. So I was not happy with her, but I said, you know what, I'll do it because I, you know, I need to find something to do. And you're in the musical, so I'm not going to bail on you. And she handed me the materials. It was a Monday, and she said, your audition's on Friday. I took the materials home, and by that night, that Monday night, I had a pretty good feeling uh, I was going to do it for the rest of my life. I just really? I fell in love with it. Oh, yeah. I wow. fell in love with the process. You know, it was a time in my life where I wasn't too happy. I was a very angsty teenager. I had moved from uh, Southern California to Houston, Texas, which, which was very difficult on me. Uh, as a 14-year-old, and I was just, I was kind of miserable. So it felt good to slip somebody, you know, to quote Atticus Finch, to slip somebody else's shoes on and walk around for a while. Yeah, Yeah. that's understandable. So did the music part of you come out then? It it, it did. I was a very, very mediocre at best singer back then. Um, I mean, I guess we all are when we start, unless we're prodigies. But um yeah, it, uh, I definitely enjoyed the singing part of it, and um, it all just kind of came together as, as the years went on. That's very interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. I, what was uh, that role? What was what? What's that? What was that first role? It was uh, Huckleberry Finn, Big River, The Adventures of Huckleberry nice. Finn. So it was, um, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, yeah, and then, of course, that year we went on to do um, A Few Good Men, you know, and it was the 90s, so everybody knew what A Few Good Men was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started out as a stage play written by Aaron Sorkin. And uh, to be able to sink my teeth into that was just, you know, that's uh, roles like that, that's kind of 
every actor kind of dreams of doing that kind of stuff. And as uh, even as a 15-year-old, I was, you know, out over my skis, but I just loved it. Yeah, meaty, meaty roles. That helps. Very, very. Then it's nice to take out, you know, go on to something that's light and airy to get, you know, give yourself a little break and to do something different. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So as far as I know, your first soap opera role was on General Hospital. Am I correct? That's correct, yes. Okay. So what did you learn from being on there that you now use on days? Uh, show up prepared, which, I mean, that applies to really any acting job, any job that you have. you got to show up prepared. If you do, people will notice, and you'll be loose enough to be able to play around on set. If you're not prepared, you're sitting there thinking, what's my next line? And your performance, you know, comes off as wooden and just doesn't it doesn't happen. So the biggest thing, you know, especially for a job in a soap opera, we don't have the luxury of, you know, say on primetime shows, you know, when I would do those, we, you know, we do eight pages a day and – you spend two to three hours on one scene and you spend the first hour rehearsing it, lighting it, you know, doing all that. And so you can kind of ease into every scene and ease into the lines and the the characters and the relationships. Um, Daytime, you got to have it all kind of in your back pocket when you walk on set. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, it's pretty evident that you don't. And uh, it just doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't serve the other actors very well. It doesn't serve the story well. So the biggest thing is show up prepared. Uh, don't be afraid to take a risk. You know, I worked a lot with Bruce White, who's a very courageous actor, also a very giving actor. So, uh, you know, he never hesitated to take a risk, and there's always a director or producer to pull you back if they don't like it. And to just commit. Commit to whatever it is you want to play, and if, you know, they're not digging it, they'll tell you. Absolutely. Uh, you won't get a script the following week. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like Joey Tribbiani, you'll fall, you'll fall down an open down elevator. Dr. Drake Ramore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, hmm. So we, we all know that the devil's running amok in Salem. Oh, so yes. I, oh, yes. I, <laughs> so by some chance, Jake was taken over. What would be the first thing he would do? Uh, you know, in my mind, I had this uh, fantasy pitch that I wanted to make to Ron and company. And uh, what I would have loved to have seen is Jake gets taken over and becomes Stefan. And Stefan uh, seeks out revenge on everybody who ever did him wrong. I thought Ooh. that would be a good storyline. Right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, don't get your hopes up, though, because it doesn't happen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if I got to write for Jake, that's what I that's what I would have written. Well, the devil is never really gone for, well, he was gone for, what, 20 years? But, you know, never say yeah. never. So. <laughs> yeah. There's always that chance that we can get Jake taken over. And, and we can hey, also encourage Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Willie's question is, if you were not an actor, what other professions would you be interested in? I guess it wouldn't okay. be basketball at this point, I'm sorry to say. No. I mean, you know, if I were six five, six six, and, you know, a little more talented, sure. But, uh, no, I would, uh, before I actually 
committed to being an actor, I was doing pre-med in undergrad. So I, I went oh. to college at uh, USC, University of Southern California, and was in their uh, BFA theater program, but also in a pre-med track. And so it was, um, you know, it was, I spent a couple years kind of vacillating back and forth. And once I realized I was doing the pre-med stuff because I once wanted to be a doctor and my family kind of wanted me to be a doctor, they liked that, <laughs> they liked that hat on me. Uh, yeah. Once I realized that what I really wanted to do was act, then I, you know, made the phone call and said, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm going to be an actor. And I had their support. So yeah, probably probably a surgeon. I wanted to be an orthopedic or cardiac surgeon when I was younger. You know, you're not the first person that we've interviewed that has been pre-med or pre-law and then turned to an actor. Yeah. I think I think that's so interesting that it's such a difference. I mean, it's one spectrum to another, except maybe with a lawyer. A lawyer kind of has to act, too. Yeah, but if you really if you really want to get into the minutia of it, it's uh, people look to be an actor and to be somewhat successful in this business, to be a successful doctor, to be a su- successful lawyer. There has to be, even if it's just a twinge of narcissism or ego, right? I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here saying I'm a narcissist. I don't fancy myself a narcissist. Um, but then again, no narcissist does. But. Uh, but you know, they're all they're all there are similarities between the three: doctor, actor, lawyer. You know, right. being an attorney is very you know, if you're a trial lawyer, you're performing. I have a very very dear friend who's a very successful trial attorney out here, and he and I talk about all the time the similarities between what he does and what I do. Um, and so uh, all three professions also take a great amount of confidence. And yeah. and almost a bit of uh, naivete in that it's it's that whole notion of well someone's got to do it so I'll do it you know someone's mm-hmm. got to got to play that role why not me yeah exactly no I totally agree with that it's just I'm wondering now how your parents took that <laughs> that announcement <laughs> they were to my face uh, that's all I can speak about because I don't know how you know I'm sure. You know, my dad may have passed out when he hung up the phone, but he was very, very supportive. I was so scared to make that phone call. I was fully expecting him to say, well, Ben, you're paying your own way through school. I was very lucky to have my father, you know, pay for my my college education. Uh, So I was, of course, scared that if I made that call and said, hey, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be an actor. But deep down, I think he always knew what I wanted to do and that I would succeed and I think I always knew that. I, I know I always knew that as well. So uh, I think that's why when I made that call, he was so supportive. Uh, well, that's wonderful. Family support means a lot. It does. Now, uh, his second question is, what do you see in the future for your character of Jake? Uh, any more back aches? I, I don't think so, since you're now sleeping <laughs> in the same bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Back on the mattress. So <clears throat> the back spasms have, I think, subsided. And Jake has a good personal masseuse. So mm-hmm. if anything does flare up, he's got he's got the means. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. You're just going to have to watch and see. I was doing right. an interview a couple of weeks ago, and I can't remember what they asked. If, you know, Jake could have another job, like if he left Amera, what would it be? 
And I think I said something to the effect of, you know, developing a great electric car because Jake loves cars. And exactly. I don't know if we were having a conversation about energy or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed those days of Jake in the garage. <clears throat> well, you're pretty close to it now by living there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all the things that happen with Gabby. So, you know, you have a good chance I'm having that happen. Very true. We'll have to wait and see. Thanks. All right. So next up, we have Carolyn, if she can contain herself, because she's, I think, yeah, might be more excited oh, than anybody. Is she the one? Is, is she the one sweating in Tampa? I yeah. Yeah. But I think it might be close <laughs> with all of us. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> oh, Go ahead. Damn, this isn't fair. <laughs> hello. Oh my God. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. This is uh, this is great, Hi. and you sound. So different in an interview, my goodness. Not the uh, mechanic on, on days with that kind of New York accent. <laughs> right, yeah. It's uh, Pennsylvania, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so that is on purpose, that, that accent. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Well, my question is, you did... You know what's uh, funny said, about that? It, okay. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. I was That's walking okay. to, uh, I was walking to, we have this really great Whole Foods across from the studio, and a lot of us go to Whole Foods for lunch. And um, I was walking with Remington, the, the gentleman who plays Lee Shin. And he and I were talking, and he just stopped in the middle of our conversation. He's like, wait a minute. You don't talk, you, you, you don't have an accent right now. I said, no. He said, oh, my God, this whole time I thought that that's how you talked. <laughs> he said, you had me completely fooled. <laughs> so uh, you're, not, you're not the only one, Carolyn. Oh, well, I, I picked up on that. I said, is this, re- is this really uh, you on the other end here? Well, well thank you yeah. for that information. That's my evil you. twin, actually, in the spirit of soap operas. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you played you played Ernest Hemingway in Timeless, and Ernest was a very interesting in, individual. Any thoughts on how you played him in that series? Did you have to do any homework on that, or uh, tell yeah, me I more did a about? Yeah, I did a ton. Of, I did a yeah. I did a lot of homework. I just I, I read a lot about him. I, you know, it just helps to. It's kind of a blessing when you're playing somebody who is already alive, you can look them up on, on this thing that we call the internet. And it's just, it's, it's very helpful in that uh, you find out what makes them tick. You know, you don't have to create the whole persona. It's kind of just laid out there for you. And um, it was one of the most free, maybe the most free acting experience I've ever had because um, they were enjoying what I was doing with the character so what we would do is we'd get one take down, and they'd say, "Great, let's just play. Do whatever you want this time." Okay. Well. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of reading um, about him and his life, and uh, you know what people say about him. So yeah, obviously, you know I, I didn't get into um, watching. I don't even honestly know if you can if he there are interviews with Ernest Hemingway. I'm sure there are. Somewhere, but I didn't do that because I didn't want to get into uh, building a caricature versus a character. Right. That makes sense. Interesting. Uh, 
And the other uh, question I have, um, how difficult was it for you to replace Tyler Christopher on days, um, knowing now what uh, what he was going through? Uh, of course, you know, I, I, I felt for him and still feel for him. Uh, I think, you know, the path that he's taken is very admirable. A lot of people don't make it out. Uh, so I have, um, you know, I, I admire the journey that he's taken. Uh, it was hard to see somebody who I had once been good friends with, you know, go through that and not really be able to talk to them. Um, and, um, uh, knowing that, you know, I stepped into his job and when I first started, I, uh, oh, hang on. I'm sorry. Hang on just one second. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to write a check for the gardener. So can you um, <laughs> fill the airways? We can talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, got, we got this. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be, right. I'll be right back. I'm going to put you on mute. Okay. 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 All right. So um, while we're waiting, uh, did everybody catch up on days today? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, we will first do And I can stay Dave. for a while, by the way. <laughs> yeah, good. We uh, will first do um, Days of Our Lives when we're done with uh, speaking with Brandon and then move on from there. But, I mean, this is the first time in a very long time that I'm super excited to talk about Days at first. <laughs> right. All I gotta say is ticky ticky boom boom. Ticky ticky all right, all boom boom. All I gotta say is I'm 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 in the middle here. I'm I'm happy it would happen, but I'm just like, mm. yeah, that's me. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss that. <laughs> we'll discuss that. But I want to tell you something real quick. Is while we have him here. If you guys have not heard him sing before, you oh, guys really uh-huh. need to hear him sing. Like, seriously? And I'm going to be honest. I was there when he did Broadway Cares a few years ago, many moons ago, and he did um, Dennis from Little Shots of Horrors. You guys know that song? Steve Martin has sung it. And and it just, like, commanded that performance. And I always said, if they did a sequel, if they did a remake, he needs to be in it. Point blank, period. That's the biggest compliment I've ever received because (laughs) Steve Martin is I idolize that man. I have I I I have a very large portrait of him in my home. Um and it is uh it's the most I've ever spent on a piece of art and I did it because he just looking at that photo it brings me so much joy and it inspires me. So thank you for that. Uh that was a really fun performance it was it's one of those movies i watched probably 35 times at least as a as a kid and uh yeah it was it was like you nailed that whole performance like the the way that you like i i think it's on i think it's on youtube because they redid it just past uh, i think it was last year to raise money um for broadway cares for you know and the thing is, is that, I, and like I said, I was there live to see it, and that is uh-huh. possibly one of my favorite movies as well. So I was like, okay, soon I was like looking at the program, and I said, oh, he's going to perform this. And uh-huh. when I, I was like, I was like, okay, he, he, he nailed it, because not a lot of people could do it, like just having oh, that charisma you. and the body language of it. The body and language, yeah. 
it was just everything. And I was just like, we were just like in awe. I think that was one of the best performances of the night. And oh, wow. like Very I said, we you. all said, everybody said, if they did a remake, your name better be the first first that they call for that role. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm nice. about to tweet this back out, folks. I'm about to tweet this more. out again. Would that would it. be awesome. From your yeah, well. mouth to the universe, right? Right? <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, All right, did so you... I think I was in the middle of yeah. answering, uh, I think it was Willie's yeah. question about stepping into Tyler Tyler's shoes. And I just mm-hmm. finished saying that, you know, I admire him very much for the journey he's taken. And then as far as personally um, filling those shoes, the Tyler's shoes are very, very large. Um, and full of a lot of character. And, you know, for me, it, it's, it's always, for anybody, it's always a big task stepping into a role that somebody else has played because inevitably you're going to get compared. So the first thing you have to do is kind of be a goldfish and forget about that, right? And the second thing you have to do is look at the script and figure out how to play it honestly. And as long as you do that, I think uh, the result will speak for itself. And that's all I did. I didn't watch, you know, just like Hemingway, I didn't watch Tyler's performances, not because he's not great, he's immensely talented, but I didn't want to do an imitation of Tyler playing Stefan Nemera. That's, you know, doing everybody on set a disservice, including myself. So uh, it was just important for me to look at the script, to look at the scenes, break them down, play them honestly. And I know... You know, if I do that, the rest will take care of itself. Well, you made it your own um, very well. Uh, I'm impressed. We're yeah. impressed. You're doing a great job. Oh, is thank any, you. Is there, any, yeah, is there any female on the show that you would like to uh, link up with? Like, is there in a different um, aspect of uh, romance? Hmm, I'm trying to think. Let's see. First of all, who is Jake not been or Stefan? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see. They've been with Gabby. They've been with Lord. Abigail slash Gabby. Yeah. They've been with Kate. They, they've yeah. been with, um, God, who else? Why am I blanking? I also don't know what I can say. I don't know what, I don't watch the show, so I don't know what's currently airing. Oh. So I'm Ava, not sure Ava, what Ava, I can say. Ava. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Ava. Uh, yeah, that would be a fun relationship to explore for sure, especially since they are, you know, J- Jake is her former underling, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This is mob boss. So, uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think who else is on the canvas that it would be uh, fun. I, I don't know. I, I'm down for anything. As, as you – if you watch my work, you can see I, I, you know, do my best to make every pairing work and find something that these characters have in common with one right. another. Um, you know, be it if it's if it's Gabby or if it's Kate. You know, right? It's, uh, mm. it's just, okay. Okay. It's, it's my job to make it work. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, next okay. up, we have David. Hey, Brandon. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing good, sir. I got a question for you. How have each of your how have each of your leading ladies helped step up your game? That's Ooh. a great question. That's a really great question. Uh, well, 
Let's see. Camila is a firecracker, uh, both when she's <laughs> wearing Gabby shoes and when she's not. So, uh, you know, with her, I mean, with anybody, it's just, but with her, it's, you know, it's all about just being present and really, I know it sounds kind of douchey, but really just being present and, and just being there for whatever she throws you, uh, because it's not going to be what you expect when you're reading the script. So that's always fun. Uh, with Lauren, it was, you know, it was kind of the same thing. It was, she just would really infrequently, she would give me what I was expecting, which as an actor, I love that because I want to be surprised. And, um, you know, there's less less acting involved when you can just be present with your scene partner. Uh, My goal is not to act when I'm, when I'm on camera, it's to just be present and, and be honest and have a conversation. So, I would say both of them, um, we really just, you know, just being present with one another and know to expect the unexpected. Oh, that, that sounds great. Thank you for... You know, the fans would kill us if we don't ask you to expand on the two Carlys, Sister Carly and once in a while Lover Carly from General Hospital. Oh, oh, right, Claudia. Claudia, yeah. yeah. Okay, what do you want to know? <laughs> what did you learn from those ladies? They definitely oh, that was you another. That was another thing. Working with Sarah Brown, I mean, talk about a whole other next level of not knowing what to expect. She was, she was great because she and I was very green as an actor in those days, and so there were times where I feel like she would just do things to catch me off guard, which I love. And, uh, you know, kind of would get me out of my head because, you know, when I first started General Hospital, I was definitely still in that young actor stage of being, you know, being in my head. Every every actor goes through that. And if they don't, they're either lying or they're a serious anomaly. Um, but, um, yeah, Sarah is just, I mean, you never knew what to expect with her. She was, and, and in a good way. She was all over the place in the best way possible. You know, if we were lucky enough, and this is something that I do as well, when, you know, when if we're lucky enough to get multiple takes, you know, she doesn't do the same thing from take one to take two or take two to take three or take one to take three. They're all different. And that's a, that's a gift when, when you find an actor like that who kind of switches it up a little bit and keeps you on your toes. I love that. You know, we're take two, but we try to get it right on take one, so. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> you Wondering why you weren't take one. Was, uh, was take one taken or take two just you like the alliteration? Um, well, it was because I used to host another show with somebody else, so this was kind of my uh-huh. take two. That's I love really it. All... That's great. I love Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, David, Very your nice. second question. Yes. So I just want to go, I want to tell you about that. For the past uh, nearly 23 years, I've been an advocate for the disabled in my county. So okay. I want to know, I want to know, how did you get involved with MD and Jerry? Okay, good mm. question. Uh, those of you who don't know what MD is, it's uh, Muscular Dystrophy or MDA, the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And I became, uh, you know, kind of like my career, kind of involuntarily 
kind of immersed in the organization because my best childhood friend was afflicted with a very intense form of muscular dystrophy that affects children called Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And, you know, he was born in early 1980 and back when, uh, back then when a Duchenne muscular dystrophy diagnosis was handed to a child, it usually meant the child would not live beyond, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years. Oh. If, the, if, if the kid moved into adulthood, it was a miracle. Yeah. And Chad sadly passed away when we were 18 years old. Oh, I'm and sorry. I, thank you. And I made a silent promise to him and to myself that when I became successful enough to be able to have a platform to stand on, that I would keep fighting for him when he couldn't anymore. And so uh, a very dear friend of mine uh, in New York City who's a publicist, she got wind of what I wanted to do, which was to sell my photography because I have a, you know, hobby. I do photography as a hobby. And I had never really thought about selling my work and then, you know, thought one day, well, you know what, maybe I'll start selling my work and donating a portion of the proceeds to MDA. And so I did, and then MDA got wind of it and then made me one of their celebrity ambassadors, and then eventually I became an honorary national vice president for like seven years. And sadly, the organization has undergone a lot of changes, and they got rid of a lot of people, uh, or almost everybody as far as I know, that was really doing a lot of the nitty-gritty, dirty work to raise funds for them. And um, so I haven't been involved with them for a handful of years. But that's, that's, that's how I got involved. I lost my best friend, and when he couldn't fight, I promised him that I would. Wow. God, God bless you, Brandon. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm you. sure he's smiling down at you and, and watching over you daily. I sure hope so. Sure hope so. Do you still sell, do you still sell your um, artwork? I haven't in a while. You know, if people are interested, uh, some of them know to DM me and say, hey, do you have this photo? Or, hey, I'm looking for something like this. What do you have um, in your, you know, in your stock? And so uh, I used to have a website, and I haven't done maintenance on the website in years. Uh, I I would like to get back to doing it because it is a passion of mine. Um, You know, I don't know if, if the iPhone's capabilities uh, to really kind of mimic a DSLR camera at this point have, have kind of taken away the that special feeling of holding a camera, but really nothing can replace the feeling of holding, you know, a camera with a, that's really top-heavy with a massive lens on it. Right. So I would like to so get back into it, yeah. So your website, your website isn't working too bad. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Look, you can go on to it, brandonbarragephotography.com, uh, and see if it is, oh, okay. or if you want to, you can also contact me on Instagram. Um, you may have to try a couple of times because my inbox can be kind of a shit show. Uh, um, apologies <laughs> if we can't curse on here, but uh, no, you yeah. can. Can you marry me? If, if you're, if you're, we'll find you. We'll find yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, you know where to find me on, on yes. Instagram for sure. Yes, definitely. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. 
Thank you, David. Okay, so uh, last but not least, oh no, actually got two more because Anthony's been asking questions in between. I forget he still has other questions probably, but we have Candace up next. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? Hi, Candace. Okay, so I just looked up the website and I'll be DMing you sometime this week okay. about it. Okay, <laughs> so, great. And also, and also, if it's a passion, continue it, because yeah, that that that's another part that makes you happy. And after the last couple Definitely. of years, we need some happiness. Right, so. I know, I know. And you know what? Another thing I think that happened was I just started wanting to shoot my daughter all the time. And yes. so, you know, if I can just shoot her and photos of her it's it's just it makes me very happy but but yes i i agree with you candace i i need to get back into it yes 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 like i said makes you happy so okay so i have two questions and because i'm a teacher i always ask our guests these questions well not this first one but this is a reminder that may 2nd is teacher appreciation week so, awesome. you know, okay. you know, just write that down in case, you know, you, you need to, 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 you know, have a reminder for yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. But with that being said, who or what, let me say, which teacher was your favorite and why? Whoa, that's a great question. Uh, okay. That's, that's actually easy for me. Uh, because, uh, so my favorite teacher is a man by the name of Jim Wilson. And he was, he's a college professor of mine. And so the way the program works uh, at USC, and I'm sure a lot of the um, conservatory style programs work like this, that you have a a small group of students, usually between 10 and 20 kids. Our class was 18. And every year, you know, we had class every day with these same kids. And sometimes we would have professors over and over again. And so Jim we had when we were uh, our first semester of our freshman year. I think we had him second semester. Then I think we had him again senior year and once or twice in between. Jim was the kind of guy, he's very kind of stoic. He, you know, he is a thousand yard stare that would kind of make Clint Eastwood jealous and, (laughs) and the most intimidating presence because he is a, you know, he is a bullshit radar and he day one could detect all of our bullshit, all of our individual (laughs) bad habits and call us out on them. And so we were all terrified of this man, terrified. And it took me some years to settle in. By the time we got to senior year, I felt pretty good being around him. And uh, I just remember being in awe of him in his classes. I would just take copious notes, and and all I wanted to do was make him proud. And um, Which, as an actor, is not a really good headspace to be in. Um, You know, you want to do the work to do the work. And like I said earlier, just do the work honestly, and then the rest of the shit takes care of itself. So graduated college, and, um, you know, we said goodbye. And then a few years later, out of nowhere, and this was right around when my um, marriage was was becoming very, very rocky, you know, he has this just 
innate ability to call me when things are tough. He just knows. Like he and I am convinced are, are just, we're, we're kind of synced up. Anyway, he randomly called me one day and said, how are you doing? I said, well, do you like, do you want the honest answer? <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> and so I, you know, I told him everything that was going on in my life. And um, my dad had started to get a little sick around then. And, you know, so he and I just developed this friendship. And he said something to me that really surprised me. He said, you know, something about you from the moment you stepped into my class was special. And, you know, I've had a few students like that. And I try to keep in touch with them and always be there for them and and um you know i've got nothing to get out of it myself just being there for you and paying forward what teachers have given me in my life or what teachers didn't give me and this man he is not from this planet he is the wisest and i'm no hyperbole he's the wisest being i've ever encountered in this life and he's actually coming to my house on sunday um and so we're still very close friends. Uh, he still is a mentor to me, and um, he was a game changer in my life and my career. Aww. Great story. Great story. I love yeah. those stories. That's a, that's yeah. a yeah. being a teacher the best when you hear stu- students and former students share those kind of stories. Yeah. It just makes yeah. it makes. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm a, a child care teacher. I'm a child care teacher. Okay. So to hear those kind of stories, especially the last couple of years, it makes being a teacher worth it. Yeah. 100%. Like it really gives it, you a it, sense uh, of yeah. purpose. Uh-huh. So. Absolutely. And, you know, he's, so, my dad passed away suddenly uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago. And, you know, no one will ever replace my father, but. Jim is the person I call now. If I'm really in a quandary about something, he's the phone mm-hmm. call I make. And it's just, you know, like you said, it's it makes it all worth it. You guys are not appreciated enough. You're certainly not paid enough. Uh, you deserve something more than a, you know, a week on the calendar for sure. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you, Mr. Wilson, for teaching this young student about life. <laughs> so, there you go. Make sure you tell him that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He so my... taught me more about life than he has about acting, for sure. And that's a compliment because <laughs> he knows a lot about acting. <laughs> <laughs> and my yeah. second question, which is completely different from what I submitted, but my second question is, if you could have any superpower, what would it oh. be and why? I just had this conversation with my daughter. I would be <laughs> I would be a shape I would be a shapeshifter because you could be anything on the planet. Yep. Anything. You yep. could be anywhere. Yep. You could be anything. You could also have any ability. So shape shifting abilities kind of, you know, trump all uh, abilities, superpowers, because you can fly. You know, you can swim to whatever depth you want to. You can you can do whatever the hell you want. So uh, shape-shifting ability, for sure. Good answer. I told the kids today in my class, because that was the, our circle time question, and I said Great question. freeze time. Yeah, I, I told yeah. them, I said, I would love to freeze time. And they said, why? I said, because I don't want you guys to grow up yet. <laughs> I have a two-year-old going on three, mm. or as I like to say, going on 21 and over. 
Because apparently yeah, they got, they're so, oh, you know, such a special age, isn't it? It's such a special age, and I'm just like looking at all these cute little faces, and you oh, know, I'm just like, the best. oh my gosh, like keep you guys like this age, and it's yeah. crazy because I just ran into somebody that I had when she was what six months old. She's now thirteen. Ah, <laughs> awesome. And I'm oh, just wow. like. Like she still like she still calls she says Aunt Candace instead of Miss Candace because I've been in her, her life yeah. for so long, and I'm just like oh, wait a minute like she's wearing lip gloss now, and I'm like <laughs> lip <wow>. gloss oh <laughs> my god no what? like right and I'm just what? like you know I'm just like looking at this this young lady now and I'm just remembering that I put her in the crib I you know. Taught her ABCs and one thing. I just, like I said, I want to freeze time because, whoo, they grow up so fast. <laughs> so damn fast. I know. I know. Well, uh, just talking these few minutes uh, to you, those kids are lucky to have you. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. And thank you for answering my questions. <laughs> of course, my pleasure. Okay. All right. Uh, I think who's next? It's the last but not least part now is Anthony. So go ahead, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> I'm the cleanup. <laughs> the cleanup body. All um, right. Well, before I get into my questions, you and I have met a couple of times. I want to throw this out to you, and I would not be offended if you don't remember me, but Port Charles, I mean, Port Chuck and Super Soap were the encounters. I once okay. told you that I love many, many, many soap characters, but I've only fallen in love with a couple of characters. <laughs> and those scenes with you and Julie Marie Berman, y'all were on the run and you were playing the piano for her. And you, well, I'm sorry. I know you're not Johnny. <laughs> Let me just say that because I know <laughs> but you as Johnny were playing the piano and basically giving her your life story. And there was such magic in those scenes. So I'm oh, kind of wondering if you remember. Don't, but please don't be offended because I've met a lot of people over the years, and that was a long time ago. Um. I am absolutely <laughs> not offended, but I wanted to tell you that yeah. again because there was something so special about just the, the, the chemistry between you all and you coming of, of age of that character. That was just amazing, mm. amazing, amazing. All right. Thank you. I really so appreciate my, that. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. My first question is, since, you know, since your first gig, the first time you, you saw yourself back to this point, what are, the, what are the maybe three key moments in your career that have really changed the trajectory and made you the actor that you are now? Wow, that's a great question. Uh... Well, I was first on TV in 2000, nah, 1999, I think. I was an extra on Ally McBeal. That was my first tele- television experience. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, I would say the first big one is booking the Gilmore Girls uh, in Work. 2002. It was, it was two months after I graduated college. I didn't have my SAG card. They took a chance on me and hired me as a non-union actor. And so, you know, I don't know if you guys know how that works, but it's called a Taft-Hartley where they basically say, okay, we recognize this guy's not union. We will pay a fine uh, and get him his SAG card, uh, essentially. 
And so um, they paid a fine so that I could be in their production. And that kind of started the trajectory off. I would say the second one is uh, would be General Hospital Johnny Zakara because that was five years after I booked Gilmore Girls and um, almost five years exactly uh, now that I think about it. I, I just now realize that. But it was five years after I booked Gilmore Girls, and that job allowed me to quit my day job, which was working retail. I worked at Nordstrom, uh, and uh, I worked there for a total of seven years, two years while I was in college and five years after. So that was number two. Uh, I bounced back and forth because kept, they kept firing me because I would leave to film Gilmore Girls, and – um, they couldn't, they just didn't like dealing with my shooting schedule. So I started out in men's sportswear and then they let me go when I booked Gilmore girls and I went over to men's furnishings, which is like shirts and ties and cufflinks and all that shit belts and, you know, <laughs> cummerbunds. And then I went back to men's sportswear eventually because that's where I, you know, that was kind of my passion, at least in that store. I knew I could kind of sell to people in my sleep. Um, in that department. <laughs> and so I bounced back and forth between sportswear, which is like casual wear, right, uh, and furnishings. So that, that would be moment number two. And um, moment number three would be when I had my daughter, Harper, uh, because yeah. that kind of puts everything, having a child puts your whole life into perspective. And there's a real paradigm shift of priorities and um, you know, for me, it became all about providing for my child at that moment. And, uh, and here we are today. Wow. Anthony, so Anthony, that's a great let answer. Me, let me interrupt you for just one second. I, we normally don't talk about personal things when we do interviews. We like to, you know, we don't want to invade in people's privacy. What's the fun but, of that? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yeah, I told you. Yeah, you know, I don't care. You never know. But the one thing I want to say is that because you put it out there, it's not really personal, personal, but it's personal out in the open. Your um, engagement uh, video that you put yes. out when you proposed, oh, my gosh, if everybody was not crying watching that, I'm telling you, then you yeah. have no heart. Your yeah. daughter, oh, my gosh. Oh, it was what, the sweetest, wasn't it? I'm Her telling reaction. you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She just, oh, she's yeah. in my heart. That was unbelievable. Oh, and you. well, and thank you for sharing that, too. Of course, my pleasure. You know, she and Issa, they love each other. They had a relationship uh, before we did. And so, uh, you know, she was her Spanish teacher in a summer camp that she that she attended. And so it was pretty great to know that, um, you know, because when you're a single dad and you're dating, it's a very, uh, uh, it is just a quagmire of a minefield that you're walking <laughs> up. Because if your intentions are pure and there as a parent, as a father, to give your kid the best life possible, that weeds out a lot of the bullshit candidates uh, that you would date, right? Right. right. Uh, and you know, it's it just, and when, you know, she, Isa is her name, when Isa and Harper met and they kind of, they fell in love as it were uh, and developed a relationship, it was independent of 
Issa wanting to impress me by hitting it off with my daughter. Right. I mean, you know, we didn't start dating for months after, you know, we first met. So it wasn't even um, a possibility then. So uh, it was special to me that they had a relationship before we did. And Harper just, you know, would even before, you know, we dated for a while and didn't tell Harper because another thing, being a single parent dating, you don't want to keep introducing your kid to partners. Exactly. If it's yep. not serious True. and it's not going to last. So, right. Very, very, very few, I can count on one hand, less than one hand, people have met Harper. And um, and we didn't tell her until we were absolutely certain that both of us wanted to see where this would go in a very serious way. And once we realized that, you know, we told her. But before we even told her, she would sit me down. At, you know, we'd be sitting at the breakfast table. She'd say, Daddy, so you and Issa, you guys are friends, right? And I'd say, well, yeah, I mean, you know, she works. She works for us because, you know, surprise, surprise, she was the nanny. Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she wasn't like our full-time nanny, but I hired her to do some babysitting because mm-hmm. I had just fired the lady that I, was, that I had um, working for us before. And so, you know, Harper would say to me, Daddy, you and Issa, you would be so great together. And I said, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, you guys should go out. I said, how do you even no. know what that means? Because she was five. Well, I've seen it on a TV show on Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Well. So what does go out mean? And, you know, she would tell me, she said, you and Issa would be really great together. And so it was just really special that Harper was, you know, behind the scenes trying to be matchmaker the whole time, and little did she know. So, yeah. I love that. That is, that is so awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You know, sidebar note, you know, you, you really are such a great dad from everything that you let us see. And, you know, you and Kirsten have done an incredible job. Um, and, and it's great that you can still have a family kind of feel to everything. And thank you so much for sharing as much as you all share with of us. Course. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, look, you know, I mean, you we're opened still that door a, and I had to say it. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, families look different. Families come in all different shapes and sizes, right? And, you know, you hit on it when you said, you know, you kind of are still a family. We are still a family. We just look a little different than the traditional family from the 50s, you know? Right. Um, But, um, you know, we're all going to an amusement park together tomorrow. So it's, you know, it's not always easy. Rock on. But a lot of, most of the time it is. And it's all about the kid and everybody knows that. And once you can really and truly embrace that, and um, set any ego bullshit aside, it becomes very simple. It becomes very black and white. Like, okay, this is for the child, and that's that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Number one. Well, that's the perfect segue into my second question, because we're we're a different kind of family here at Take Two, and um, one of our family members, uh, aka Miss Bubbly Candy, the teacher over here, wears a bunch of different hats. And one of the hats that she wears is producer, writer, and actress on a little ditty called uh, Forever in a Day, I believe it's called, Candace. Did I get that wrong by any chance? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my question for you, uh, Johnny. No, 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 wait. Not Johnny. What is it? Uh, Jake? No, no, not Jake. It, it's Brandon. Brandon, there we go. My question for you, Brandon, is, and it's a hypothetical one, but if a blushing 
fan slash producer slash writer wanted to get someone of the Brandon Barash caliber to maybe make a cameo appearance on Forever, what kind of steps should someone like Candace take? <laughs> I swear I, swear I did not know much. this question was going to be See, Nobody put I, me up to this. I do this all on my own. I swear. I'm over here trying to shine so hard. Like, you know how you're, like, in class, and you're like, wait, why are y'all picking on me? Like, I'm just ducking right now. Um, well, it's got to go through my, my management team first, and you can find all of that on uh, IMDb. But I'm, I'm very flattered, yep. and, and thank you for thinking of me. But you can find, yeah, you can find all that information on IMDb. I'm not going to blast them out to, uh, to the Internet. To the world. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going <laughs> to right. throw uh, one more at you. Will you come back and talk with us again sometime? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. It would be my pleasure. Thank you, Anthony. And I want to thank you, Brandon, for joining us and giving us so much of your time and sharing some great stories with us. We feel we know you even more now. And would you oh, be good. so kind as to share your um, social media so people can follow you and enjoy what we've been Sure. Sure, you can find me at Brandon Barash on Twitter, uh, at Brandon J. Barash on Instagram, and uh, also The Fathership on Instagram, which is a page that a uh, very dear single friend, uh, single single father friend of mine, uh, he and I both became single parents right around the same time. And uh, we kind of dedicated an Instagram page to uh, two young men raising women, uh, two young men who know nothing about women of any age who are in charge of raising young women. So uh, that's the father. You can find me there as well. Yeah. Yes, we do enjoy that one as well. All right. Well, thank you again. Um, we're glad that you were able to pay your gardener while doing the show. Multitasker, <laughs> 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 you know? Multitasking is the best. You take care of yourself, and we'll talk again soon, and we'll definitely Thanks be so watching what happens well. on days. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Well, that was well fun. we do have some really <laughs> great interviews on this show. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I just adore him. Um, yeah, you guys need to, uh, uh, people out there listening, you need to go to his Instagram and, and watch the videos and stuff that, you know, pictures and whatever that he posts. I mean, he does share a yeah. lot of his life. Uh, with the fans and you know not a lot of actors do that so it's Mm -hmm. such a treat to be able to see outside their professional life you know who they are very refreshing very refreshing and the fathership page really is it's a mix of cool educational um happen It's, it's really really a cool page (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, wow. Okay. Now that we have to catch our breath real quick here, let's go on to Dave. I'm I'm still getting over with Anthony (laughs) (laughs) Axe. You know I love you, girl. (laughs) That was nice of you. Yeah. And I, I, 
I didn't get to, I wasn't on last show, so I didn't get to congratulate you, Candace, on your Thank win. Thank you. We are so proud. We are so proud. Thank you. I feel like in a state of shock, and I already said when the award gets here to my house, I'm blowing up everybody's Instagram, Facebook Messenger, text messages with my photo shoot. <laughs> yes, girl, yes. <laughs> I'm going to have my diva fan and everything, so prepare, prepare people. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't blame you one bit, but let's go on. I was going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) We got got an hour left, and there's lots to talk about, uh, especially on days. Um, Can can we talk about the big news, though, about days? We'll let let Candace go first, and then she can get all the negativity out of the way, and then we can get to the positive. Oh, no, not the negativity. I got to talk about the big news. There's one thing. The big news, I don't know where you guys were this week, but Dave put out some big news. You know what? This was so big. Oh, I know I heard what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard everybody have a gasp like, oh, mm-hmm. uh-uh, let me read this again. No, shut up, reaction. Beyonce yep. 2 is happening. It's happening, folks. Yep. Second season happens in July, July 11th on Peacock, okay? And we know that, you know, the OGs, you know, Mary Beth, Steven, Deidre, Drake are going to be there. That's great. Rob and Victoria are going to be there. Camilla is going to be there. No offense to them because they are legends. <laughs> I love them. But the shock came when they announced that Kristen, that Kristen Alfonso was coming back as hope. Wait, that's one shot, yep. right? Yep. The yep. second There's one is something more. nobody thought would ever, 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 ever happen. Ever happen. Yep. Peter Rackle is back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and it's coincidence that this month marks the anniversary of Kristen Alfonso as Hope, Ray, uh, Hope William Brady. Yes. Yeah. And also when yep. Peter Rackle came back today, second and early days. <laughs> So, there you have it, folks. We don't have to say anything else about Dave. So I think that's it. I think that's just to go, y'all. Nope, nope, wait, right nope, Candy, <laughs> Candy girl. There was there was one more little piece of, of one of the announcements that did not garner a lot of attention, but I followed up because, you know, it's just me and I have to know. Um, so, I cannot share until the beginning of July who they are, but there are four, two males, two females from past soap operas who are no longer with us who will be making cameo appearances in Beyond Salem. They, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know for sure, I, I, but yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just, you know, just a rumor, too. Yeah. They're not, no, 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 that, that part's not a rumor. No, the no, no, I'm, I'm trying, to, I'm sure trying to tease the audience. Anthony, we're teasing the oh. audience. He's well, teasing the audience. Teasing. So, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if, if it happens yeah, to be know, like Todd Blair... It's not Todd and Blair, I swear to God. But if it happened to be Todd and Blair, they won't be coming as Todd and Blair, but they'll be coming as couples to tease us and remind us of former soaps. I'm thinking we have Passion, Santa Barbara, um, oh, what was the other one? Sunset Beach, uh, uh, Another World, all on the 
you know, so there's a lot of right in the family kind of that they can pull out of. Um, but, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. I am so excited about Beyond Salem. Even Capital might get a, the second get a nod. Season! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And okay. now we're days, days a lot. There's a wedding. Take it, Pam. There's a wedding <laughs> with some fashion. No, no, no. Be honest. Be honest. Have to go to Pam. They really do. Why? Pam, yeah. he's been waiting for this. Give us. Yeah, go for it. G- give us. Give us do Monday. It, it, give us Monday through today, and 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 give us that Pam, you know, twist on it all. Yeah. <clears throat> Yesterday as well, but the, I think the bigger one was today because um, yesterday on days when, um, oh my gosh, what was her name? Who the the woman? That, uh, Jackie. Ja- Jackie. Jackie. Miss Jackie, Jackie came to to yeah. squeal Jackie on Tott. Leo. Um, I, I something inside me told me that she was going to say they were married. And sure enough, yeah. that's what came out of her yeah. mouth or his mouth. I don't know with being somebody that cross dresses <laughs> like that. I'm not sure how you say he or she. <laughs> um, but it was, I first let me say, Leo's outfit. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I my would God. expect that's nothing dress. less. That's nothing less. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, if Greg Reichardt is not nominated, I don't know which category. I don't exactly. know if it's recording or if it's guest, but if Greg Reichardt is not nominated this year, then the, then it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. That's all I have to say on that. He is so phenomenal. He's already won my best this year. Oh, my God. Did he, did he fashion run? icon. Fashion icon. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's an icon. He is the moment. He is the thing we're talking about. There you go. Yep, yep exactly. <laughs> so, um, so that wedding went off the rocks. At first I thought that uh, – Craig was going to go ahead and forgive him, but then more and more spilled. And, of course, we see that that ended up being a no-go. Um, and then today, oh, my gosh, I know that the majority of us have been waiting for the downfall of Gwen, I being one of them. But at the yeah. same time, I still kind of felt sorry for her because all she wants is to be loved, but she just goes about it the wrong way. She doesn't know how. Oh, oh, you I'm it. sorry. Aww. I have, Aww. I have to do it. King Dong the bee is dead. Big bad, <laughs> wicked bee. King Dong that work, big bad bee got bust. Shimmy, Anthony, do the shimmy. We got to do the shimmy. Shimmy. Yes, shimmy. Yes, shimmy. Uh, well, Marcy, I, I Mil- Marcy Miller. Marcy Miller's going out on. Uh, on a high note, because the last couple of days, boy, when she went at Gwen today, oh well, she was fantastic. Yeah, yeah she she led into oh yeah. I, I gotta say, Tabby you saved, know, we're in the middle Tabby of the payoff. Tabby saved yeah. the day. Tabby saved the day. 
they, yeah. they, yeah, if, if we're going to do this, you know, do it right. Because this is what you call a soap wedding. This yes. Because you want, you want the mess. Or a soap wedding. Well, it, it, it gave me, I'm going to be honest, it gave me early 90s vibes where it was yeah. something that was going to, ha- you knew something was going to happen. But it was like you had comedy because my thing is, why is everybody getting married in the town square and not a church? <laughs> just action full front. Then you had the shade with um, Bonnie and Nancy, right? Yeah. And by yeah. the way, I was glad Nancy did show up. Like, everything aside, they, she still, they still have a bond, you know? Um, Leo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you should say any more. I think that just says it right there. That, right. that no, really, that really much says it. <laughs> when I was, I know Dave did not have the right to it, but in my mind, if anybody else was playing this song, our listeners, if you were playing this song, you understand. I had RuPaul, you better work. Cover girl, working girl. <laughs> yeah. I really had that in my head. When, yeah, like, me too, girl. Like, doing the whole, because that's a new thing too, it's a photographer do a 360 of you, and I'm like, and I'm looking at the outfit, and I'm like, yes, I'm like, yeah, yes, like, yes, even though I'm not supposed to like Leo, I'm like, yes, like, yes, I was, I felt like I was on a okay. runway show or something, but, I'm going Candace, before you go on to anything else, I have to step in and do this, I don't, I don't put my LGBTQ plus hat on very often, but I have to tell you from the, from the gay male perspective, and I'm thinking back to what I, how I would have felt when I was 19, how I would have felt when I was 25, how I felt when I was 30. I'm not going to add any more numbers. Y'all are not going to know my true age, but okay. All I have to say is the thing that was, the thing that was in my head was, oh, my God, go. That I was just like, oh, this is every little gay boy who's like trying to figure things out and all that and thinks they can't talk to anyone or, but that they see this. And even if they're not Days of Our Lives fans, trust me, they will find out that this happens and they will go to YouTube and stuff. This just made every little scared, still in the closet gay boy scream with utter delight. And it, it was so <laughs> fabulous. I'm sorry I hijacked you, Cap, uh, Candy, but I, I just had it's to okay. say that because it just was like, work. <laughs> go on. It was like, so, like, it. Like, see, this is the times that I really miss those. Um, I don't know if you guys remember um, Talk Talk Soup on E. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To come on. Yes. There's times I wish that that show was still on because I'm pretty sure that would have made the list. That would have been on. Yeah. Because seriously, like that was a. Mo- it was a, like I said, it was a moment that we're talking about. I mean, other moments happened too, but that was the moment. I was like. I was like, and you could tell Eric Mossoff, by the way, hi, Eric, he, you know he broke. Because when he looked and he looked down, I don't think that was in the script, because I saw that laugh. I know it wasn't scripted. I was just like, how did mm-hmm. everybody else keep a script? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I okay. expected the, the crazy suit, but I did not yeah. expect that veil. <laughs> I mean, that no, was I didn't expect the veil. That was perfect. I, was like, I thought, you, I you thought there was going to be a veil. I, I had a feeling he was going to, I mean, it's Leo. He's going to do everything above and over and beyond, literally. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Like when, Gwen's dress, by the way, Gwen's dress, it was really nice. Uh-huh. It was yes, very it was. pretty. Yes. Very pretty. Yeah. yeah, you notice I did like I'm doing this. I'm, if y'all can see my face right now when I said that, I'm like, yeah, going it's really nice. But uh-huh. <laughs> you know what my mama told me: if if you don't have anything nice to say, um, yeah. don't. don't. <laughs> well, back to Gwen's redemption. Back to Gwen's redemption. I don't think there is any because did everyone catch know. when she whispered into? Um, Wait a minute. Let me stop you all right there. Did she say, because I wasn't sure, but did she say I killed your grandmother on purpose? Yes. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. And now here's where Candace has a rant. Even Uh though this happened, what, a year ago? A year ago to almost a date, right? I have been one person who's been on on Ron and Company's butt on Twitter, on here, and everywhere else about if they're ever going to reveal what really happened that night or or whatnot. Because mm-hmm. I felt like it was a it was a fallen plot. Because I was like, so y'all killed, yep. y'all killed Laura Horton for no reason. Like I need explanation and everything. Okay, Ron. Yeah, she I give said it, it was to an you. accident. Yeah, she said it was yeah, an accident. Yeah, she said no. She said she we did it out knew. of spite. She did it out yeah, of we spite. Yeah, we all knew. Yeah, we all knew. But I'm gonna exactly. be honest, as it because I felt as though okay. First and foremost, Pam fell for it. You guys, give her a round of applause. Pam fell for the. I felt a little sorry. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the thing. They've been trying to push. Gwen and, real quick, and Pam, you, Pam, you're two for two. By the way. We love you. We love you with all our hearts. But you're two for two. Peter and Gwen are gone. You know, like, the thing is is that they've been trying to make Gwen, and I said this even before they were going to do it. I thought, I saw it, like, I saw it a mile away. They were going to try to make us viewers feel some kind of sympathy for Gwen because of what was going on with um, Lord knowing the truth about Jack and her and, how she wanted daddy's love and how she wanted to be the treated child, you know, all that blah, 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 tear, tear, tear. Let me just say something. Okay. Like I said, I kind of felt sorry for her, but when she said that last line that she killed grandmother on purpose, I lost all feelings of sympathy for her. Yeah. Yeah. No, real quick, but that's the wonderful thing about soaps. It is because Candace and I watch it to just, it's a game for us. We strategize. How much can we figure out before it gets unreal? What go, do we go back and tweak, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're playing on every next move. You, Pam, you watch it with experience. I'm taking it as it's happening now. I remember the past, but I'm not going to say what's going to happen next week. And that's the beauty of soaps. We all come to it differently. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, woo, like, okay, like, she finally, like, so it's revealed. So now it's like with me, me personally, I was like, okay, dang, 
all right, she did it. And I know I'm supposed to feel like, oh, my God, she finally admitted. But half of me feels like, okay, she revealed it. Okay. That was. <laughs> because I look, cause, okay, I look at the fact like, all right, um, Jennifer's relationship with Gwen is sort of, I don't know, kumbaya because of Christmas, and I had an issue with that. Obviously, Jack and her relationship are is, you know, is going to be in, in cahoots, is going to be in turmoil and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, hashtag justice for Laura, but I just feel it so like, mm, well, okay, she did it out of spite. Okay, that shows you that Gwen is that girl that she, you know, they're trying to give her back her villain, you know, persona and yeah. stuff, kudos. But I just, I didn't feel, I really did not feel anything when she she admitted that. I was just like, oh, okay. Now what? What y'all going to do? Abby, what you going to do, girl? What are you going to do? I feel nothing. Like your alter ego coming out? Yeah, like, is your alter ego going to come out? Like, y'all going to start something? Like, what's going on? Because... I need something. I but if y'all did, hey, if y'all I, I, enjoy it. Like I said, everything okay, else so, is fine. I liked everything else, but it's just that part. I just was like, okay. Yeah, but I have story. a question for all of you. Not, no, the, he's, uh, he's, Ron's very clever. It's yeah. going to reveal itself, but not on our time. That's that's what's frustrating. It's not going to be on our time. It's going to be and, on his. And all soaps work like no, that. But we want, no, we no, no, want wait, wait, things. hold up, hold up, hold Because I've been trying to say this for a minute. You're right, Carolyn. You're, you are absolutely right. But what's frustrating is he just set up the classic Ron story, and I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen. Abigail is going to have a couple of chances to say something, but for whatever reason, she's not going to be able to say it, and then something's going to happen, and she's not going to be able to say it at all. And it's going to drag out. And This is so classic he, Ron. Yeah, I find that I, once you kind of zero in on on what he's doing. I find him very clever. I know the fans don't like the devil story. I look at it as very campy. I love I loved Tony last week in the crypt as Andre. I mean, his acting that day was just pri- price to me was priceless. He's bringing I yes, I agree with you there. Yeah. There was Andre. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. Tony. Yes. <laughs> That cynical, that sinister side. I mean, because he's been yeah. kind of mamby pamby, and now he's uh, yeah, it's showing the showing his chops. And I that's I appreciate the actors and what they're doing. The storyline, yeah, you know, the devil and blah 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 blah. But I look past. Um, for me, I look past it. It's campy. It's campy. It's funny. It was okay for a while, but it's dragged on yeah. way too long. And, and I just need it to be yeah. over with. That's it. You well, know, move on to something today. else. Yeah. yeah. The fans today said, oh, my God, Johnny's been in the crypt for how long? Oh, it got, Right? Really <laughs> and no one's yeah. looking for him? Are his arms not getting tired? <laughs> oh, that too. Well, look how long Drake yes. was in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to say one more thing about the wedding before we move on to something else. Xander's reactions were priceless. Oh, he said he's oh. he was oh my god, the expressions on his face and his actually his face his his face was white. 
I mean, I don't know whether they did the makeup or whatever, but you could see that I don't all know. the yeah, blood that's what I was thinking. draining, yes. draining out of his body. Oh, my mm. God. <laughs> yeah, along with his heart. Along with his heart. It was just, it was so devastating to, I mean, the two women that he falls in love with, breaking his heart like that back to back, although we know Sarah didn't actually do it. Didn't it was Gwen, really. but yeah. still, he had, right. at that time thought it was Sarah. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I don't know but if he's going to be able to get into any kind of relationship for a very long time with revert to be, being the bad guy again because he's so upset and mad and hurt. You know what I mean? Right. Unless well, they find a way to work him into the Sarah storyline. Yeah, well, we don't know how long she's going to be gone, you know. Yeah. Watching watching Marcy say about and unfolding everything, and I think this mask idea, I mean, it's crazy, but I I don't know. I think it was, I find Ron very clever. I mean, when she was, was, and there was Xander listening to all this, and he was saying, "That, that, that was you? That was you when you were rejecting me. I mean, it was it was classic. I found I found it. It was very classic. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but it was written riveting. It, 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 the the intensity that was in the writing and then the actors, of mm-hmm. course, took it exactly where it needed to be. Right. It was riveting to watch, even though right. most yeah. of us knew basically all of what was going to happen. Candace is right. There was no actual, even to the whispering of, yo, I killed Granny. Um, there was really no, like, wow, oh, my God, this is, you know, if she would have said, I wanted to kill your granny, but um, somebody else got it there before me, and I know who it is. You'll never know. Yeah. That would have been like, whoa, Dave. But, okay, I got off the train of my, of my thought for a second. The, the writing and the acting did make it riveting to watch whether or not mm-hmm. you were, like, flat about what was happening. The performances, the, the intensity was great. Right. Yeah, and and Gwen really crying. I mean, you like like her heart was really really broken because she had been busted, you know, and knew that she was losing everything, including um, her father, her sister, um, or, you know, her, her fiance, and everybody. You know, life. she was part. Yeah, her whole life. Her and, life. Uh, yep. I mean, you felt all of that. So she definitely took it to the top on that. Emily O'Brien has definitely grown as an actress on days. I mean, she was a little younger. I remember her back on The Young and the Restless. Right. Yes. Yes. And so now to see her, and I, I tweeted this out earlier. I said, I know, you know, the daytime Emmys are, you know, in June this year, but next year, Emily O'Brien, I think today, based off of these performances, Homegirl, I see you in supporting. I see you in supporting actress, honey. And and, and if a Ken, Ken Corday, I know you listen to the show. Emily O'Brien, submission today. Today's episode is part of her reel, okay? We'll talk Mm -hmm. later. But today. Yeah. Emmy, she definitely real. brought yeah. it. Uh, I, I mean, it was, it was a better, bigger fallout than it was for Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. 
much. This, oh, had yeah, more, this had more weight. This mm-hmm. had more yeah. weight. This had more investment from this had more investment right, from, from the, the time. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been like, okay, yeah. how how is all this going to be revealed? Who's going to do it? And yes, this was such a throwback to when you know Gwen outed stuff at um, what was it, Jack and Jennifer's wedding, and all that stuff. Yeah. That yeah. was the one to do it. And because, like I said, I always had an issue about you know for for that girl to go and ask Abby, well, what's this this? And Daddy, this is like great for us to bond if you're not maid of honor. Okay, girl, you're doing too much. So I'm glad Abby busted you. Chad, you the man. You the man. You the man. Chad, and always man. nice uh-huh. to meet. And it, always it nice involves, to meet. Uh, yeah, it involves so many people. It involves, like, when right. Jennifer's. No, you know what this, Sarah, what, you know what this Sarah, really was? Yeah. yeah. This was a throwback to the old Soap Majesty events. Because every soap event had the main stage and they had the opening act. And they were weaving all of their storylines through them so that no matter what storyline you were invested in the current, like, year of the soap opera, you were going to be here for this because something was going to happen everywhere. They had the opening act with Leo and Craig, and the main event was all about Sandra and Gwen. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, and it's something Days does. It's like, they, you know, all the soaps do double weddings, but Days in the last, because I'm thinking about when, you know, Tabby and when, um, what was it, Paul and Sonny, Paul, Paul and Will. Right. Yeah, Paul and Sonny, when they were getting married, and, you know, you had Ben come back, you know, as a serial killer yeah, that right. triggered Abby, and then the whole thing was Paul and them. Like I said, this one was an ultimate throwback to the old school. You had the mess. Right. Yep. You had the comedy, you had the the moments that we're still going to be talking. About. I'm telling you, Leo's outfit will we'll still be talking about that. <laughs> at the end of the year. I, 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 yes. No, but every day's retrospective that they do going forward, they, Leo just became the Lucy Coe from General Hospital. Of right, of right, life. exactly with the yeah, red wedding yeah. dress. They the will forever dress. show this clip. Yes. And so anything soap opera, you know, um, retrospectives, they will forever right. show that clip. He just became soap Jackie, opera history. Before we go, when Jackie Cox came in, right, and see, this oh is what she said When she said, hold my purse, Mary Poppins, I was yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Soon as, soon as Jackie but came in, right? Many, you know, real quick, 
how many clicks yeah. they're going to get now because people are going to go back and watch that never watched it. That's so very, very smart for them to do it this way. Too. But, and you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if they did. I don't know if they did. But if it was me, I would have done this. Like, okay, you love, you love, you you seen her now. Understand the story. Go to Beyond Salem on Peacock.com or you know to stream it. Dave, I'll hook you up with your PR too. I'm on a roll. No. No, very. I think it. I think it's so so clever. Catch and release. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, before we move on, um, there's a certain guy that's back in town. Real quick, this is a little. His name is Eric. Oh. 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 Shall I cue up the theme from the Thornbirds? Yes. <laughs> Pam. Pam, you're in charge of music. <laughs> I don't have Eric's music back. on here. He's we can't back. play music He's... on here. I can. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. Can't. Can I? And I'm lost. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Y'all were supposed to bet the other day. I get lost in your eyes. I do get lost in his eyes. Seriously, I do. I understand. <laughs> but sadly, I, I have a feeling where they're going to put Eric at, and I'm just going to be, like, shaking my head. But I'll be there for it. So I'll be there for it. Okay, we got well, 30 minutes to left. Rumors, oh, uh, real quick. According to the rumors, somehow Eric is going to try to help restore Gwen, and Gwen has mm-hmm. something on Eric. I really, 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 really hope that's not true. I do not want to figure that. I have to go with Eric. Either you're going to have him around Sarah because of what Sarah drew. Eric is because remember Sarah, yeah. baby Sarah, had a crush on Eric back in the day. And yeah, then I, I heard about the yeah. other week. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she I was like, yeah, the coloring. Book I was like, by Ooh. the way, Lindsay Godfrey, another person I put in for my Emmy pick next year. Uh huh. Or this year, uh-huh. this year, next year, both, both years. Why not? All right. All right. Let's, gotta leave let's go to General Hospital. No, 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 no. We're going to Young and the Restless because I feel ripped off. Oh, no, right. girl. Go ahead. Why? Oh, oh. Come on, I do too. Tell it. I'm so mad. I mean, first of all, you know, that um, Jordy Villasuso was let go. Um, Even though he did not have an immense storyline, which, of course, they could have fixed. They could have fixed. Okay. Yes. They could have. But. She's only if getting one, girl. Going, Come on now, get her. If they were going to let him go, he could have went back to Florida or whatever. But to kill him off off screen. Yeah. Yep. Well, do I need to say more? I'm so mad. I'll do yeah, it. But Bold and the Beautiful could have picked him up and said, Exactly. Okay, maybe, maybe he'll go back to I agree. Oh, my God. Thank you. Go ahead, girl. And I'm sorry, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria. If I, I'd have to be a woman. All right. But if I was in genuine I would pay someone to slap you, slap you back into who you are supposed to be. All right. I'll shut up now, Candace. I'm going to be honest. I, look, I'm, I'm over here doing my, like, dance, right? Even though I agree, I don't think they should have killed off right. And, you know, I understand Sony budget cuts and all that stuff, but nonetheless, Y'all could have had, Josh and crew, y'all could have had a better solution for this. 
You could have had him go over to Bold. You could have had him go to, anything to Florida. Anything would have been better than you know, this. Anything like that. Because here's the thing, and I know what, I know how you're setting this up. I see. I saw it today. And let me just say this real quick. Sharon Case, you're back into the Emmy fold, honey. Welcome back, yeah. home, girl. Yeah. That girl yeah. knew. Oh, I got to That girl that, yeah. knew. That, that she girl, knew you know that why? whole because, time. Yes. She knew when she, when she did not get the response, from the phone. One. Mm-hmm. Two, this girl she has knew. been through something like this before with Cassie. This is the second yeah. person she's lost because of a car accident. Three, right. let me tell y'all something. Okay. Well, don't forget her other daughter, too, was in the car accident. So, I mean, that's two car oh, accidents, yeah, babe, personal. But, but you, but you got to remember that because of the car accidents, two of them died. So right. you got Ray. Right. And then you got, you had Faith. Right. Hey, and, oh, let me tell you something. This is. See, Younger Russell, please don't make me regret saying this. In the last couple of weeks, you've showed me that you are the Younger Russell. You told <laughs> yeah. me that this show is what I grew up watching. The acting has been stellar. Again, like I said, this is not about fandom because I, I saw that on Twitter and everything about Shick and this. This is about performance. So, yes. Tomorrow. Okay, and him being the one to tell Sharon, and like you said, she already knew. Yeah. Deep down in her soul, she knew mm-hmm. something was wrong. You saw but, like an onion, layer by layer, coming up for, uh, coming on her. Right. Yeah. Just by the look on her face. <laughs> right. Yeah, but then so go good. back. Peel it back. Let's go back before even Sharon knew. Let me tell you about Robert Newman. Robert Newman, Emmy nomination too. He showed all of y'all, for those who never watched God Light, that this is a man who is well-oiled, well-trained, and can act circles around certain people. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. His, his performance as Ashlyn, you, you kind of feel sorry for him in this situation too because this mm-hmm. is how his friend died. Remember? His friend died in a car accident. You know, this is all right. about car accidents yes. today. So, but also you see, even though he got caught by the Newman family, because you don't mess with the Newman family. Oh, no, 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 you just don't do that. But when he got caught, you can tell he also has feelings for Victoria. Like, legit, even though he played her, he does have some kind of feelings for Victoria. Victoria, girl. I, I, I agree. Let, but that, right. doesn't, that doesn't change my opinion on Victoria. Well, yes, I agree with you there. Go on. I'm glad that she kind of did something that she has not. She actually did stick to her guns a little bit. She did come up with a plan. Yes, it involved yeah. Adam because here's the thing, and I don't, look, I get in trouble for saying this all the time. Adam always takes this bait of when Daddy gives him the branch, right? Adam takes it. It's like, yay, I'm the favorite child. Woo! But you know Victor is going to take it from you at any given moment. So I like that Victoria had a plan to have Adam be the one to do all this. I actually enjoyed for a brief second yeah. Adam and that Victoria was... working together to try okay, to yes, I agree with you, you know, on that. Yes. Out. Now, <laughs> ask Victor Newman. Victor D. Newman. Okay, he knows he knows he knows BS when he sees it too. When I 
Oh, my God. I love this storyline so much because it was, I think it was said where, you know, somebody said, could Victoria and Ashlyn be the next Victor and Nikki? Uh, No. That's a no. That ain't going to happen. But you you can see Victoria kind of also struggling a little bit. And the thing is, is that based off of her relationship and everything, she doesn't know whether she is really in love or because somebody played her. She's been played before, but she doesn't know what to feel right now. So, yeah, she's probably going to go back to work and acting all normal because work is her is her is her thing. It's, it's like whenever she goes through a work traumatic experience. Yeah, it's her shield. It's, 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 it's her it's costume. It. Yes. It's her costume. Like I said, the fact that, you know, because I had some questions about that car accident. Okay, so somebody clarify this for me. Ashlyn was behind Victoria, right? Right. And yes. then a car, a car in the other lane came towards Victoria and made her swerve. Yes. So my that question was is, why was Ray? So if I'm, y'all remember these classes where they tell you like if if car if the car was in lane A, why was this car in lane B? I have a question. So from my mental picture, Ray was in the wrong lane. Why was Ray in the wrong mm. lane? If it's we don't know. Way, we don't know why he went into the wrong right, lane. But it, I'm just saying, I, the, yeah, because when I, when I heard that and everything. I was like, okay, but, but yeah. This is I, one I of those situations that when we find out the full truth, we'll find it out from someone else's recollection, and there'll be more that happened right. before what we saw, and that'll explain all of it. I'm, I'm going to call it now. This is how they write. I'm going to call it now. Why do I think Chelsea has but, something to do with it? Oh, my God, that's exactly what I thought. Why because would you then, Chelsea? Because yeah, well, the, the Victoria Adam Mini Alliance. Even well, no, it's not. It's not, not that. I, I feel it's so because of Sharon. You gotta remember Sharon, Chelsea, and Sharon, right? Oh, yes. Because, yes, yes, because yes, of yes. Adam, and because remember now, all of a sudden Chelsea starts to quote unquote like Ray. Hmm, that's because. Ray is with, was with Sharon. Oh, was oh. Um, I know. I don't know. Like I, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm still. I for some reason I'm like, oh, what if Chelsea sabotage or something? I don't know. I need an autopsy report. Somebody. Oh, well, who's the new detective then? Oh, Chance. Else. Or even Chelsea called him just, and he got distracted. I don't know. Let's I mean, it could, kind it could of, be a million different reasons. It could be something simple. It could be something that's yet to, ha- you know, come out. Right. I wonder if we're going to see. No, if, the, way they, okay, the way they left us, it's definitely going to be that it's something that has to come out. Right. Yeah. We don't, we you don't see the full picture. Because even when Ashlyn told, when Victoria, he's like, like, Ashlyn was like, yeah, the other car didn't make it, went into the ditch, and you know the other person that was right. I was like. Ooh, I said, ooh, Victoria, that was your, that was nothing because you and Sharon are not sisters anymore, so technically, nope. Nope. 
I'm, but I'm telling you, when I say this is the, the last couple of episodes of Young and the Russell, y'all, don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. No. Oh, my God, Diane Bacon. <laughs> I have so many problems with this story, except I'm still loving it. I'm so I love it, but I feel as though we, we forgot story, something. But I love it. I am so willing to just shut all the questions that make no sense, make no kind of sense in my head, because but I'm loving the story. Question, though, I, even though this is about Diane, um, so we forgot about chemo already? Like, that was just nothing yeah, I, that... Like I need this more. I need more clarity about chemo. Yeah, I want to see more Allie. I think we're gonna get more chemo because there's gonna be something that Diane has on Allie. Allie better be a be a con. That's what I want her to be. I want I want I don't want Allie to be a, a sugar cone, spicy, not spicy, but mm-hmm. rainbows, unicorns, and Lucky Charms. <laughs> ding, 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 Candace. That's, that's... You I get my wish because I've been asking for it. Just, I don't, need, just I don't need, I need somebody to compete with Summer. I need somebody to compete with Summer and not know, oh, this is a dream. Oh, I don't need that anymore. I, I'm done with that. Uh-uh. Let me tell you, this character is going to turn into, if Young and the Restless had written the character of Nell, that's what Allie's going to be. You think so? I do. I do. There's, there's a way that soaps write new characters. And the way, it, the way she's been so far, you know there's a, she's too one-dimensional. She's, a, she's, a, she's almost like a hologram, you know, a programmed personality. That is always the distinction that there is a psychopath feminine underneath. Candace, am I right or am I wrong? True that. This well, we only have, was uh, lots and lots of trouble. We only have 15 okay. minutes All right. left. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, bold, real quick. Steffi, amnesia, thanks Liam's her husband. Oh, boy. Tommy, nobody can call that before it even happened. We said it last Tommy, week. Tommy, didn't we? I said it last week. I said it last week. We said it last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, we knew it a long time ago. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's oh, my trope. God. It's a soap trope, folks. And soap trope? I, when I tell you, I see people. But you think that's going to be long term? No. You really think it's no. long term? Not long term, but this is going to be. No, this is going to be a very twisty, turny, um, intense, but not long-term storyline. You heard know it what? here on Take Buckle Two up. Radio. I'm on board. You heard it here on Take Two Radio. Yeah, y'all know, y'all know, know us. We've been getting it right all the time. I'm just saying. That's like, right. That's right. Go back. Something's going to snap. Okay, let me say it right now. Let me say it right now. Something's going to snap her memory back into reality. I'm going to see two and a half, three weeks from now. And then they're going to give us a storyline where she has to privately grief in because she knows and understands exactly what happened, but she doesn't want to give up where she is right now. So she's going to play two versions of Steffi. Candace, tell me you weren't thinking the same thing. 
Oh, oh my go, my thoughts were okay. kind of different on that. I was thinking that, um, you know, yeah, maybe Steffi's going to remember soon, maybe not, but I think Sheila might kidnap her or something because, of course, she doesn't want Steffi to tell the truth. And that's going to be um, Steffi, well, Jacqueline's uh, chance because she'll probably be on maternity leave soon. Well, she was still filming. This girl is going to do like she did kind of like last time. So like the last like last day, she's probably going to go pop, like pop, like, okay, I finished the scene. Um, there's a couple of things because, again, Steffi has been traumatized. Like, seriously, she's, she saw her husband get shot, y'all. Like, there's, you know, and she got shot herself. And the thing is, is that, you know, yeah, she is going to put up a front because she doesn't want to deal with it. And I think a lot of us have gone through that where we're just pretending everything is fine, but privately we're going to have to have that moment of, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, you know, especially when she sees hate. I think she's going to react him. Yeah, because you saw it for those who saw today, y'all saw how she looked at Kelly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, wait a minute. You know, wherever she is, Kelly was still a baby baby. Now this girl right. is five. Right. By the way, the new Kelly debuted today. Hi, hey, girl. She did good, girl. She did good. She's adorable. She is so cute. So it's going to be a lot to process because, and and I saw people, like, freaking out. They was like, oh. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, it ain't like Steffi is saying, come on, Liam, let's have sex right now. No, she's, she's right now she's in a mental state where she's blocking out that trauma, you know. With right. um, right. soap, too, folks. Hey, sorry, I don't know. If, you, if you're new to soap, welcome to soap. Nothing is happy. Nothing stays happy for That's so long. That's true. Um, you're going to get hurt if you if you ship a couple. <laughs> Guess what? People are never really dead. Pe- new people to people soap. Really Understand this. Soap. People um, are never really dead. They will come back multiple times. Well, they will no, have their well, heads chopped no, off, well, and they will pop back some, up in the town two years later with an explanation. Wait a minute. Some people stay dead because the show either can't recast the role, Lexi on Days of Our Lives. Hey. Um, and, uh, 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 kids grow up one minute. They're per- precious five-year-olds. And then in six months, they're 17 year olds. Just saying. About, they go yeah. to boarding school in Switzerland. I don't know what's going on in Switzerland. Some kind of growth serum. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, that's what happens on both. But yeah, she, oh, she, Sheila and Taylor, new couple, new friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Shayla, the kids are calling them. Shayla. Shayla. What do we think about this? I love it. I love um, it. It's a new wrinkle. <laughs> no, it isn't. I told you last week this is what was going to happen. I told you last week this is what was going to happen. Not a big no. I'm kidding. No, I'm. But I'm loving it. I saw it coming, and I said yes, do this because it is going to be so juicy. And I don't know where all this comes out. It's, yeah, it's not going to be May though. They're going to drag this out a while. But it's still going to be so, so juicy. They drag it to- See, November, probably. the difference between the devil storyline and this is that, yeah, the devil storyline was very good. But then after a certain point, it was like, ooh, ooh, child. But with the Sheila Taylor 
friendship, giving the history and knowing the payoff when all that comes out. You just bought 10 just, tickets to the on, ride, didn't you, girl? Well, you just bought 10 tickets to the ride, Candace, right? <laughs> all I want to know is where's Jordy going? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I saw somebody. I saw somebody say um, that Rafe's brother should come back. So maybe, hopefully, days. I, I, oh, uh, really? Really? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Somebody, somebody, you know, one of the fans somebody. saying Rafe's brother should go, you know, come back. Yeah, so that I would think, be cool. I think. I think I also saw somebody asking if he should go on an audio podcast. I don't know who's put that out there. I did. Hmm. Did do it. No. I do he, want to he, see he should. He should do the, would, you know, the publicity round. Come to Take Two Radio. We'd love to talk, Jordy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Jordy, you can come back here. I'm yeah, sure we want to hear the one of us. We better tweet that out. And there, Candace, there might be a small Candace. part for you on forever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. I will say that, has been, that has been put out there. Um. You know what? I wouldn't actually mind seeing Jordy on General Hospital. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. But I really, I can see really. I can see with it. Sam, with Sam. Oh my yeah, God, they, with Sam. Yeah, there, there's I mean, uh, there's there's sites out there. They're saying is Jordy the new Jason. Really. Oh God, no! Yeah. Really? No, no, I didn't. No. No. no, 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 that could never I, I ever work. Was true. Okay, I didn't say it was true. I said there are sites out there. Okay, it's I know she knows the no. She does never knows the soaps. She does Wait. never knows the soaps. Wait a minute! Mm. I just want to point out: twenty days ago was April first, right? This is no <laughs> April Fools. Y'all April Fools, really fools. <laughs> I can no, I can see I can actually see him on General Hospital as either um Juan. Remember Juan? Oh Juan. Yeah. Remember Juan? Yeah. Yeah. Um I can see him as that or um who who else? Somebody I don't know, somebody else too. Yeah, like a new character. I could see that, you know, romancing the ladies, you know, giving them away yeah. you know, get Elizabeth away from sin. Um uh, oh, did I say that loud? Loud. I am so sorry, y'all. I forgot. This is live. But um, you yeah, heard, I, you heard I, it on you heard it on Take Two Radio. But we gotta go on to uh, what General Hospital? <laughs> I was just gonna say we got ten minutes left, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, David, you have hardly spoke tonight. What's 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 up with you in General Hospital? What's up with me in General Hospital? Um, not very much. I'm just enjoying it as as it is. I mean, there's Austin and Maxie starting. Right now. You are Today so was nice. like a state of box. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let nice. me ask this. Let me ask yeah. this because, I mean, you guys probably have talked about it, but as you know, I haven't been on. Um who is haunting Elizabeth? Yeah, Candace. What did you say? We don't know. At this point, I don't even know. Like, there's been so many theories about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw where he, she had, like, kind of a, vis, a vision that looked like Franco. 
Mm-hmm. When I say a sad, it was like a sad old Franco saying, don't forget about me. And I started playing that was song a man. in my head. It was a man. Yep. You know, people saying DID and all that stuff. But today with General Hospital, you know, because Chase has been assigned to her. God bless you, Elizabeth Weber, for having that. Okay. But Chase was found full alert, unconscious. So I don't know if there's a split personality happening. I don't know what's going on at this point. All I know I'm, is Elizabeth I'm Weber has a storyline. Well, <laughs> I think, you know. Well. I, whatever, yeah, I whatever it happens and whoever it turns out to be, I'll have to say this is one of their better storylines in a long time because it has kept us on our toes. Right. right. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. It brought in Cuckoo Betsy. We had a little bit of fun with her. Yeah. We got yeah. to see the boys come out of the attic. They were around, although yeah. they've been shipped off to Grandma Laura, so we're probably going to see them again for another year. Jake. We did see Aiden, or was it Jake or Aiden today? Aiden. Yeah, we Aiden. Aiden okay. today. So I was going to say, we did see Aiden today with the seance with Chase, and uh, he was asking, you know, Franco, are you here? Do you have something to tell me? <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I thought that you. And then it's, Chase has been on the floor, knocked out, so. Yeah. Honestly, this is this is fun. It's a classic. It's a classic kind of you know pull it out. Don't give you all the information. Make you yeah. really work and enjoy yeah. watching the plot. I'm I'm actually enjoying it. Now I'm I am. Yeah, I am too. This whole busting Victor. They've built it up so far that nothing, whatever the story is, it cannot possibly be a, an explosive payoff at this point, unless. Unless it comes with some kind of shocking Tony Geary, either fluke or Luke, you bring him back as fluke, and we're going to go back to divorce proceedings, General Hospital. But okay, I'll go. I'll still watch though, even if it is fluke. Return to General Hospital. But Otherwise, they make, have built this thing make, up so big. Yeah, they can't possibly have a payoff. That may, doesn't make sense because for it to be Luke, because. Um, why would he go after Elizabeth like that about, you know, I just, I don't understand that. Um, no, I don't think he's I, going after Elizabeth. I'm saying if he comes back as part of the Victor, Victor. storyline. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Um, no, but what I'm saying is they built up taking down Victor so big, it was the weather machine. Right. There was a hot couple of days in Port Charles. It's been so many things, the cable car, et cetera. There, there's some kind of cult going on because – they're fighting the for a cause. They built it up Jennifer. so big that whatever the payoff is has to be big. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, agree. I agree. I I definitely hope they don't disappoint on that. Now, let me ask you this. What's going on with Valentine being part of that? I, I think we all have to know Victor. Pardon? I think he might be trying to snow Victor. But why would he set up Jennifer then? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, the, I'm on that side too. They're going to have to do some fancy tap dancing to make me believe that there was something legitimate about that. 
It, it, the only explanation is he's working with Becca. The only explanation <laughs> I, right. I, I, I for some reason, I think that's not him. I don't think that's the real him. I, okay, I'll know. go with that. You yeah, don't think it's you think they borrowed the mask maker from Days of Our Lives? Candace, do you think they borrowed the mask maker from Days of Our Lives? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I really, I really wouldn't because I'm, I'm just thinking of the scenario. I'm just like, okay, one minute Valentine is like here, and then he's, you know, he throwback to the mustache from when he first showed up, and I was like, go ahead, James, go ahead with the throwback. But I'm just like, it does have something to do with this ice princess. But I'm just like, I don't know if this is really him, him, or, or what. I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure yet where this. I have to, I have to do some more investigation. Well, but I, would go, I would agree with you on that, but the way he looked at Anna and the way he kissed her, uh, to mm-hmm. me, that was valuable. Unless it's a two, if it's a double. Oh, that could be two. Maybe it's True. Luke with a mask well, on. Well, <laughs> well, maybe he got implanted with something. It's General Hospital. Know. Maybe someone hooked him up to one of Dr. Mattis' mind machines and put some evilness in there and programmed them. You know, all all they got to do is flash the wrong tower card at you and at Drew, and he's going to become a you know a mega oh, massacre yeah, person. Oh, mm. So this balance, we had the mask God. on there as well. Besides, you know, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital had the oh, mask yeah. first. Oh yeah, we we yeah. we we, we, we remember. Mm-hmm. Luke, Luke, everybody, everybody get a mask. I swear. I swear. <laughs> Y'all gonna rock this? Oh, you already had a mask. Y'all gonna rock Bold. Don't do no mask. Bold. The new normal. <laughs> the new normal, guys. The new normal. <laughs> the new today. Right. No, no, we ain't gonna do no. No, but I'm just like, I'm interested in Elizabeth's story because I'm hoping they build it up because Becky is celebrating 25 years this year on General Hospital. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm intrigued about the Ice Princess storyline. I'm intrigued. I can't believe it. The teens have won me over completely. I yeah. am too. loving it. Me too. You get a punch. You get a punch. You get to go to jail. You get to go to jail. We're handing them out for free. Let's go, <laughs> But everybody. you know what? This yep. such a remnant. Like, okay, seriously, when I saw no, Cameron I like Spencer, when I saw Cameron and Spencer fighting, I'm not going to lie. I felt old school Lucky and Nicholas. Yeah. But I yep. also felt mm-hmm. Nicholas and Xander. If you don't know what yeah. episode I'm talking about, before we leave, go on YouTube. It's when Nicholas and Xander got drunk and they were fighting at the bar. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I literally was looking at them, and I'm like, I love um, uh, Trina and Josh's friendship. It gives me old school Emily and Elizabeth. I, yeah, I'm just like, yep. This is this, the other shows. I'm sorry. Hey, Dave, what's up? Bo, what's up? Y'all gonna rough us? Y'all need to get y'all stuff together because General Hospital is showing you how to write for your youngins and doing yeah. it well. Yeah, yep. <sighs> and integrating it just enough with the adult members of the canvas to keep each of the each of the fan bases satisfied. I thought it was they're they're doing it it perfectly. I thought it was priceless when Laura walked into the police station where my grandson not just for both of them, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> and I oh, love how she put Spencer in his Uh-oh. place, too. Yeah. Uh-oh. We got to get ready to go, guys. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll oh. be back next oh. week. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Thank you to Brandon Brown. We love you. Yeah, Bye, Brandon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Follow us on Facebook. Yes. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Let's go. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good night, kids. Great show. Great show. Great show. Loved it.